You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvinois, and this is episode 33. Are you a business owner or an entrepreneur with a podcast and you're struggling with how to use it? Well, then you have come to the right place. Here, we're going to share the tips and tricks that you need to make your podcast an effective part of your marketing plan. This is Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Rescue. I hope you're doing really well right now. Spring is approaching, at least I hope so anyways, because they're forecasting snow and 50 degrees today. (laughs) That always just cracks me up. So uh, I want to let you uh, know about something that's going on. So first off, if you try to go to podcastingwithcliff.com to schedule an appointment, uh, you will see that the website is no longer working. I am in the process of making a few changes to how I'm going to help people with their podcast. And one of the things that I elected to do was to stop uh, promoting the Podcasting with Cliff for now. Uh, There's several reasons for this. I'm actually going to dive into it in another episode, but I want to make you aware of that. So if you're trying to go there, it won't work, but I will be coming back uh, with something else. Uh, that I think is going to be a lot better and it's going to help a lot more people out. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. Next is that for this particular episode here, I've got a couple of different topics to put together. So I'm going to break it up into some smaller chunks. The topics really don't go together, but it was just a couple of things that were on my mind. And I really do not want to try to stretch something out into a long episode if it doesn't need to be a long episode, so to speak. I really value your time. I value my time as well. So let's just cut to the chase and start talking about some particular topics. The first one is going to be about niching down. Yes, I know I've covered this multiple times and I'm going to keep covering it because for some reason or another, uh, I still see it happening, especially with people that I, I talk to and that I engage with. So here's a little bit of the story that is behind this. One person uh, I was talking to and she was really excited about potentially starting a podcast. And, you know, I said, hey, you know, if you need any help with that, just let me know because I do podcast coaching and all this other stuff. Well, she's elected not to use my services, which is fine. I don't uh, expect her to or anything else like that. I just wish her the best of luck. Well, she made an announcement that she's going to be starting a podcast and her niche is going to be real estate agents and brokers. And of course, I see this and my heart just drops because first off, you can't grab a profession and say, my niche is doctors. My niche is teachers. My niche is because that's not a niche. That's a profession. So for instance, if you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, I'm going to target doctors. Well, are you talking about pediatricians? Are you talking about general practitioners? Are you talking about ER doctors? Are you talking about surgeons? Let's just put medical off to the side. Are you talking about people who have their doctorates in medieval Italian poetry? You know, there's so many different doctors that are out there. So to say that you're going to target a profession isn't (laughs) just isn't a good model to chase because you are going, unless you have billions of dollars to spend on marketing, uh, you're going to be really struggling for uh, many moons to come, 
right? If, if this podcast was started maybe 15 or 20 years ago, then I could see it potentially gaining some traction, but not with the, the plethora of podcasts that are out there today. The next thing that I was thinking about, of course, is that when she says, oh, my niche is real estate agents and brokers, those are actually two different professions. If you think about it, the person who's a real estate agent has very different problems than the person who is a real estate broker. So if you want to target one or the other, that would be fine, but you can't target both. It's like saying, oh, well, my target customer is single moms and retired dads. You know, they're two different people that have very different problems, which brings me to my next point that I want to talk about. And that is, if you just sit back and you think about your niche for a second, right? If you're sitting there saying, oh, well, I'm going to target women. Okay. So here's the question I have for you. Is a woman who is 20 years old, do they have the same problems that a woman who is 40 years old has? Does a woman who is 40 years old have the same problems that a woman who is 60 years old have? And obviously the answer to all of those questions is no. They have very different problems. If you're targeting women, right? Does the single mother have very different problems than the, you know, woman who, you know, is married but doesn't have any kids? Do they have the same problems? And the answer to that question obviously is no. If you can take a look at what you have defined as a niche and start to ask yourself these types of questions, then you have not niched down far enough. If your podcast is stuck and you're not getting any more downloads or people aren't interested in your podcast or whatever it is, it is simply because of the fact that you have not niched down far enough. Now, does this mean you have to create a new podcast and you have to go? No, that doesn't mean that at all. It just means that you have to niche down. The best advice that I ever received in my life about niching down is that when you get down, when you're niching down, if you make it to one person, then you can stop because every time that you get behind the microphone and you are talking, you are creating your podcast, you are putting out episodes every single time without fail, it should almost feel like you're talking to one person. You're not talking to an audience of a million people or 5 million people. You're not talking to an entire profession. You are talking to one person. So that is something that you should definitely keep in mind when you're looking at niches. And of course, the second thing is, is like, as I, as I said before, don't focus on the profession, focus on the niche, focus on the single person. Because even if you niche it down to one person, you say, well, Cliff, I need a market that's bigger than one person. Well, the thing is when you niche down to that one person that you are talking to, there's a thousand, there's 10,000 other people out there, just like that one person that you're talking to. It is just that simple. When I'm sitting here talking into this microphone, I have one person in mind that I'm speaking to. And this is the person who is an entrepreneur who has a podcast, who is using it as part of their marketing. They're typically a coach or someone who sells an online product and they want to use their podcast as a tool in their marketing arsenal to be able to grow their business. Right. This is who I am focusing on. I'm not focusing on podcasters who want to create a podcast and try to get a gajillion downloads. I'm not interested in focusing on 
uh, you know, the, the, the businesses out there, like the B2B space where these uh, people out there are focusing on, oh, well, I need to, to you know, have a podcast for brand awareness. I'm focusing on the entrepreneurs who's interested in using their podcast as a tool, part of their marketing arsenal, part of their sales force, so to speak, that's going to go out there and help them to drive real hard revenue back to a landing page, back to a lead magnet, whatever they are focusing on and choosing. So when I niche it down that to that point there, you know, focusing on the business owner who's making $500,000 a year, typically the, the person that I seem to work with really well is with women. That's just the way it is. It's not to say I'm going to turn away men. I definitely don't, but it's more women who are interested in using their podcast to be able to help their business to grow. They've typically got one or two employees that are working for them. They are burned out on using Facebook marketing. And they know that Facebook marketing in the past uh, has actually frozen their account. They have seized their account, right? When they have tried to log in and with all the restrictions that Facebook marketing is putting into place, my ideal customer avatar is looking to other channels to be able to grow, build relationships and drive business for what they're working on. These are the people that I'm focusing on, right? And if I've gone through a lot there. And trust me, there's about four other pages more. I've written a book about my ideal customer avatar. If you can say in one sentence, oh, this is my ideal customer avatar, you haven't niched down far enough. It's just the way that it is. So I want you to keep that in mind. And yes, I am going to keep hammering this point home as often as I can. The next topic that I want to focus on is ChatGPT and AI. I have talked about in this podcast, talked about other episodes where, you know, is ChatGPT going to replace my podcast and what's it going to do and everything? Well, the more I play with ChatGPT, uh, the more likely it is that I don't think that's going to happen. I actually saw a quote the other day, and I want to share this with you because it's very powerful. A lot of people are worried about is ChatGPT going to replace me or replace my podcast? The answer is no, but I will tell you this, the person who is using ChatGPT stands a very strong chance of replacing you. So it is a tool that I would recommend that you go out with and experiment and try. I have been experimenting with it more and more to try to figure out how I can get this to use it as a tool to work with my podcast, because the more that I see it out there, the more I see people using it, especially when I go to places like YouTube, for instance, right? They're like, oh, you can make a million dollars a day using ChatGPT. I don't see any of these models really working. Now, as far as, you know, I've already shared with you my thoughts about having it write scripts for you or to be able to come up with topic ideas or anything else like that. It can be a valuable tool, but I have actually found a use for ChatGPT that is already starting to pay off in spades. And it actually has nothing to do with podcasting, believe it or nuts. So I, I've shared with you before that I have a side podcast. And if you want to go and look for it yourself, it's totalmichigan.com, all one word, totalmichigan.com. You can go there and check it out for yourself. But as I was going through and creating uh, the show notes for my different episodes for the different guests, a lot of them have some kind of a brick and mortar store. Uh, or a location that they go to. It's either a city that they are in charge of. Like for instance, uh, there's a big hot destination spot in Michigan that's called Holland, Michigan. I just got back from doing some interviews with uh, the mayor 
the uh, executive director of uh, some of the big festivals they got going on, the executive director of the um, visitors bureau that's over there. I mean, some, some pretty big. So anyways, the point being is that when I'm working on creating the show notes for these episodes and I want to put the page out there, I want Google to be able to index the page. What I have heard from some of my SEO friends is that if you create a transcript of your podcast and put it on your page, there's a very strong possibility that you're actually going to drive traffic away from your website. The reason why I say that is simply because of the fact that how people are looking for information versus us talking and sharing information is two different things. When you take your podcast, you just get a transcript and put it out there on your page, hoping you know people will find it. Google will index it. People are going to drop in the middle of your transcript and they're going to say, oh, this is a transcript for an interview. I just have a quick question about this. So for example, when I just talked about the city of Holland, if somebody wants to come to a website and just learn a few things about the city of Holland, if they drop in the middle of a transcript, that's all we talk about for that entire 30 minutes is about Holland. They're not going to read the transcript looking for answers to their particular questions. So what they're going to do is they're going to, and the term that, that SEO experts use is it's called bouncing, right? They come to your website. Oh, I'm in the middle of a transcript. They hit that back button. Google remembers this, right? Because Google wants to serve up the best information that's going to answer people's questions. So if people are coming to your website and then they're turned around and automatically leaving, Google remembers this and they're actually going to penalize your website in search results. That's just how it works. Now, when you have these podcast episodes out there, you're putting them out there, just putting the transcript on the page isn't going to do it. Writing a short paragraph or two about what your podcast episode is about isn't going to cut it. So as I was looking at the episode uh, the other day uh, for my side podcast, all of a sudden it occurred to me that maybe, just maybe, ChatGPT could write an SEO-friendly article for me. Now, I know typically Google likes articles that are about 500 words or more. So I went into ChatGPT and the prompt that I wrote in there, it goes uh, you know, something along the lines of this. Write a 500-word SEO-friendly article using these keywords, and I just entered in the keywords. Uh, the, the article should be casual in tone. Uh, talk about, because this was, like I said, it was a brick-and-mortar store. So talk about the history of this organization, this building, whatever it is, the city, whatever it is. Talk about the history. Talk about some of the current events that are going on. Talk about any upcoming events that are happening, right? And I hit enter. And sure enough, ChatGPT wrote me out this absolutely wonderful article that had all the keywords in it that I wanted. But the thing is, is that it contained relevant information that I felt if somebody was looking for this, like, hey, I want to know a little bit more about this museum, right? I want to know about current exhibits or where are they located or, you know, anything else like that. So when I looked at this article that ChatGPT had created, and it is SEO friendly, my first thought was, wow, this is now going to be a game changer for me. Because now that I can go in there and when I'm putting together the, the, the post for the podcast episode, it would be very easy for me to add to the workflow. Just go over to ChatGPT. Uh, I've got the prompt already written out. I just changed the keywords. That's it. 
and then I plug it into ChatGPT and it generates an, ep uh, not an episode, I'm sorry, it generates uh, an SEO friendly article that I can now copy paste and put in with the podcast episodes. That to me is cool. That alone right there is a game changer because I've always struggled with how do I create content and doing all the research and putting all this stuff together. Why not leverage chat GPT? And of course, I always put in there as a casual tone. Yes, I go in there and I proofread it. Uh, there's been a couple of times where uh, I have put in like the name of a business and said, talk about the history and everything else where it has gotten some key facts wrong. And I'm not sure where that came from. I don't know if it came from another website or anything else, but I've had to go back and actually make some adjustments to articles. So yeah, you definitely have to proofread what it is that you're doing. This right here alone, for my standpoint anyways, is how ChatGPT can definitely help out as far as creating content goes. I do use the uh, Yoast because I'm you, all my websites are run on WordPress. I do use the Yoast SEO plugin. And when I say Yoast, it's uh, Y-O-A-S-T. It link in the show notes down below. But I use this plugin and what it does is it measures the SEO of a particular web page because I want to make sure that I'm following like the best guidelines, leveraging the technology that is available to me and Yoast SEO is free. So I just use that plugin on all my articles. And since I started doing this, creating these articles, talking about the history and current and everything else like that, first off, uh, SEO Yoast, this plugin has given all of my pages like the, the big thumbs up, right? This is ready to go. This is SEO friendly. It reads nicely. Congratulations. And I'm thinking to myself, cool. This is, this is exactly what I want. Uh, but the, you know, the encouraging thing about this is because it is now SEO friendly and I'm putting it out there, it makes it easier for people now to be able to go and find the website that I'm talking to. And I can link to other articles in there as well uh, and other things. So it's, it's just, it's working out really well. So I wanted to share that with you because like I said before, ChatGPT, as far as coming up with topic ideas and everything else like that is great. As far as coming up with uh, scripts or anything else, I don't recommend it at all. If anything, you should just have your topic uh, mapped out and be able to talk to it. I don't recommend at all using transcripts. I know some SEO experts out there are saying use it, but the people that I really trust in this area are showing me data where the bounce rate is actually going up on their particular websites. So, but coming up with an SEO article that provides real value to anybody who lands on the website is key. I would recommend that for your particular podcast, if you're talking about a book or if you're interviewing somebody or whatever it is, just play around with it. Go to ChatGPT. And if you're going to, you know, like, if you're going to have Seth Godin come on to your particular podcast, just say, hey, you know, write an article, SEO friendly article, uh, targeting the keywords. Maybe it's the author's name. Maybe it's the name of the book, whatever it is. But just make sure that your keywords happen to match the name of the person that, you know, you're going to interview or the, the keywords that you're going to talk about. If you want to rank for the particular topic, like if you want to talk about, you know, if Seth Godin is going to be talking about, uh, you know, podcast marketing, you know, you could always try to, to relate for podcast marketing because maybe Seth Godin's too tough. Whatever those keywords are, put it in there and just try it out. See what the article is that comes up on your, uh, comes up in chat GPT, look at it. And if you think that it's something your audience can have value for, run with it, highly encourage it. And with that being said, 
Uh, I'm going to draw this episode to a close. I hope there were some things of value that are in here. Uh, again, once again, normally I'd sign off by saying, hey, sign up at podcastingwithcliff.com. But uh, as I said before, that website is now offline. But I will be coming back with something here uh, in the near future. I do enjoy podcasting. I do enjoy sharing information with you guys. So I'm just going to keep doing that for now. Uh, but in any event, I hope you guys are all doing well. Make it a great day. <laughs>